Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey everyone, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the founder of Create and Cultivate, and this is Work Party, a podcast for a new generation of women who are ditching the rule book and redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. In each episode, we bring in leading female entrepreneurs for real talk advice on the topics that matter most to the modern career woman. From hiring to mentorship to raising money and so much more, whether you are pivoting to a new industry, negotiating a raise, turning your side hustle into a full-time gig, or pitching your company to investors, we're giving you the tips and tricks you need to take your career to the next level. Are you ready to make some money moves? Well, welcome to Work Party, the podcast. For the newest generation of women embarking on their careers, it's been a rough start. According to Microsoft's 2021 Work Trend Index, 60% of Gen Z workers between the ages of 18 and 25 said they were either barely surviving or flat out struggling. Compared to previous generations, Gen Z workers said they were also more likely to struggle finding the balance between work and their personal lives, feeling burnout quicker than most. Through all these challenges, some have learned to cope in a very Gen Z way through TikTok. Needless to say, Gen Z is bringing a fresh perspective to the evolving workforce, and there is no one better than corporate Natalie than leading the way. Today's guest is a successful content creator who's taking on corporate America by day and becoming a rising TikTok star by night. Natalie is using her platform to shed some comedy on the everyday work anxieties we all seem to be dealing with. After experiencing the utter bleakness of 2020, work from home life, Natalie couldn't help but take to TikTok to poke fun at the current state of corporate America. With over 300,000 followers on Instagram and TikTok, over 12 million likes on TikTok as well, she is now able to make people around the world laugh and bond over the hilarity of the new normal. While Natalie has had a growing social following, she has continued to balance her full-time corporate job and has also recently launched a celebrity loungewear brand with Lulu Simon Studio. And in this episode of Work Party, I have the pleasure of sitting down with Natalie to chat about her journey to success from the entrepreneurial spirit that helped her launch her first business to advice on content, video, comedic writing, and pricing your content, how to own your worth and do it with the utmost confidence. So without further ado, let's welcome Natalie to the Work Party. So welcome to the show, Natalie. I'm so excited to have you. I am such a big fan. I think from the early days to now your superstardom. So for any listeners that maybe don't know who you are, Can you tell us what is your personal brand, Corporate Natalie? Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. I think Corporate Natalie started amidst the pandemic when humor was, no one was laughing. Everyone was really scared, really frantic. No one was making fun of how 
crazy this new work life was of working from home on Zoom. I myself was traveling across the country. I was a consultant, just like living out of hotels, completely nomadic. And then everything changed and my entire consulting career changed. My life changed, obviously everything did. And I kind of took to TikTok and started making videos and it it took off into this amazing business now that's grown into advising and consulting and content creation and brand partnerships and all these things that I'm, you know, so, so excited to see grow. But yeah, me, myself, I'm just, I've always been kind of the, the funny extroverted friend. And I think taking to TikTok was like the perfect avenue to explore that. So that's, that's me. That's Natalie. So let's talk about the rise of TikTok and the success you've had using the platform. So you have hundreds of thousands of followers, and I think it's safe to say you definitely were a viral sensation and are a viral sensation during the pandemic time, basically poking fun at work culture, as you said, which everyone could relate to during that time. So can you talk to us about, one, why TikTok? Like, what propelled you to go on that platform? And how did you sort of learn along the way of like what works on TikTok, what doesn't work, all that good stuff? Yes. So I I wasn't even a user of TikTok prior to making it. I literally downloaded the app. And the first day I downloaded it, I made a video and I sent it to my friends and jokingly was like, I'm going to be famous, just FYI, as a complete sarcastic joke and sent it and then just started making videos. And I never was like, I'm going to get on TikTok and I'm going to be corporate Natalie. And this is the persona. Like I had my full name. I just was posting a few joking videos all all across the board. My mom humor, corporate, dating humor, whatever. And then a couple of the corporate ones just completely took off and went viral. And I was like, wow, this platform really, it, it allows for you to, anyone to go viral me. Like I, I'm not even trying. I had this, this horribly produced quality video just got a million views. Like that's crazy. So then it kind of, I kind of caught the bug and I was like, I want to learn this and see. And I dove into that corporate niche pretty hard. It was kind of new and unexplored at that time. I think now there's a ton of corporate content creators, which is awesome, but just sort of exploring it and, and getting reached out to from brands. And it all, I feel like it all happens so fast. And I hear from other creators too. It's like you hit even 5,000 followers and you get, you know, gifting opportunities and people emailing you. So it just, it's crazy how fast it happened. And then I just kind of I wanted to master it. Like with any anything in my life, I'm just very much, I want to build something out of it. I want to grow. I want to be the best I possibly can. So I just started learning, reading the trends and being a user of TikTok. And how do I turn this trend into a corporate trend? And it just, it took off from there. I love it. And so previous to this, you mentioned you were a consultant. Were you in this world at all? Like, or were you in a completely different field? And now that you're in this marketing influencer world, what what have been some of the challenges that you've had to navigate? Yes. So I think I, I always grew up like entrepreneurial. I always was starting businesses and selling jewelry, selling friendship bracelets, selling used magazines to my neighbors, like having car washes. I've always been like that. I've never been interested in the marketing influencer, social media space. I think honestly, and I, I admit this openly, I was I was judgmental of it. I'm like, oh, you can do a couple dances and people sponsor you and what the heck? I was very jaded. I was like, I'm going to get a real corporate job and whatever. And it's like, I look back at that version of myself and I, I can't even believe that I would ever judge this because there's so much power in this. There's so much investment in it. People are so interested in getting into it. So I think now I'm, this, this is sort of my way of, I've always known I wanted to be a businesswoman and like, this is a business and I never viewed it as that, but it is, I feel like I'm doing exactly what I'm I'm meant to do. 
Yeah, it's so funny to hear you say that because I do think there's a lot of perception around influencers and, and creators is like, oh, you make a living that way. But it's actually so much work. And now, obviously, you know that, um, totally. that you're coming up with all these different ideas. So how was it sort of navigating this new world of like SpawnCon and all of these different things? Because what I've found is all the creators on TikTok that I love, including you and a lot of like other creators, like as soon as the sort of brand deal started to come, people started to get like a little like, oh, wait, now you're making money from this. And there's been this reaction because I remember when this started happening on Instagram in the early days. Um, so how have you navigated maintaining corporate Natalie while also taking on these brand partnerships and starting to monetize your career? Definitely. So there there's a lot there. I think when you start getting reached out to by brand partners as the creator, you're just, you're so excited. You're like, you have no idea or no marker for like, how much should I be charging? Should I even be charging? Should I just take products and make a video for free? If anyone's listening, absolutely not, never do that. But I think you have to learn and kind of, I remember my first deal, I got $500 for a twisted tea video. And I was like, so thrilled. I like took all my friends out to dinner. I'm just spend immediately, but like, I was so excited. And now looking back, it's like, I didn't even read the contract. They own that in perpetuity. Great. I can't wait till I get my facelift at 50 and I'm going to look totally different. And they're still going to be like promoting that. Who knows? Whatever. So I knew nothing about the space. I think as, you know, I was really conscious of, I didn't want to upset my followers. And I always thought the ads of like, this is a water bottle and I use it because I love it is super like everyone hates that. And it's just, it's very clear. And I think as a comedian and someone who utilizes humor, I've tried to take new avenues into really organically creating ads in the same model that I create my organic videos, which I think a lot of companies are trying to do and trying to make it, you know, not feel like an ad. And how do you like subliminally make people buy things? And that's the type of marketing that I'm very interested in. So my ads, you know, I, I think people comment on my videos, like, I didn't even know this was an ad. Wow. The queen of ads. And I think that's what keeps me going and, and helps me, you know, know that I'm doing this for a reason. And I also think like, when people get mad about ads, it's like, am I, I'm putting out all this content for free. I'm sorry. Do you not want, do I not get any compensation for this? All like million of you that are following me and viewing this. I'm confused. Right. I'm like, I'm so against people that are like, you can't do, don't be a sellout. You know, I don't believe in that. Totally. Yeah, no, I totally agree on, on that end. And so obviously now you've super leaned into this corporate Natalie persona. How do you stay inspired to create new content, especially now that you're not in corporate? Like, how are you, are you, you know, picking your friend's brains? Like, how are you getting that sort of juicy content to keep corporate Natalie going? Well, Jacqueline, I actually, um, I hate myself. I am in corporate. I work a corporate job. And I, so I still work nine to five and I moved into more of a marketing role at my company, but I do have that job. I don't know how much longer I will because I'm exhausted and, you know, maybe like getting a boyfriend would be a cool thing to explore instead of working <laughs> uh, 13 hours a day. But yes, I still do that. So I get the inspo day in and day out. But I think what excites me about this, this niche is that, and I don't want to say I'm a pioneer of this because there were a lot of creators, Rod, there are a lot of people kind of doing the corporate spin before me and, and currently, but I think this has allowed B2B companies and new companies that would never consider utilizing social media to get into the space. And there's not only do they have the budget, but also just like the interest and the ability to let the creator kind of take over. And how would you approach this? I'm doing an ad for Ring Central. I'm doing ads for, you know, Dell, which is strictly B2B. There's no like direct call to action. I think seeing these new forms of marketing is exciting for me. And it, it's like a learning process and it helps me work with these awesome brands. And so how I get inspiration, I mean, just 
literally i mean this zoom we're on right now it, it never stops like i'll just oh. i'll continue to do that but i think i think the you know it's i'm hoping to shift my content in the future but for now it's like it's an exciting it's clean it's like people are interested in it it's a good space to be in yeah no i i love it i mean the inspiration well i've i've reposted your stuff like uh, i mean i feel like i'm five hundred thousand of those million views sometimes on your content it's so good <laughs> so i love that you still have your nine to five so what was your company's reaction to that because i think one thing that we're sort of on the cusp of sort of experiencing is i think previously like maybe five years ago companies had no idea what to do with influencers that worked for them they were like maybe you can do that. I don't know. Like, should we allow you to do this? This is weird. And now it's like, this is amazing. We're so excited to have you at our company. So it's actually, and I love that yours is about work culture. So what was that experience like for people to be like, whoa, you're famous and you're still here? <laughs> totally. It, it was crazy. And it is weird because I think I'm proud of the videos. I always say like, make videos that you would want your, your grandma to see. Like I, I never post anything that I'm like, this is hurtful. This is mean, or this is you know, inappropriate in any way. It's more so just I'm making fun of corporate America generally. So if anyone has a problem with that, like, you know, that's fine. I think what I've learned now is that you're exactly right. People are so interested in it and people view it as a skill and a value and less of like, that's embarrassing. Like we can't have our company tied to that, you know? So how it happened was my CEO of my company at the time on my calendar, the CEO, we're like a 15,000 person company. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting fired. Like, this is hilarious. Goodbye, everyone. I'm saying my goodbyes, it's over. And he's like, we need you in, we need you in marketing. And I literally got a promotion and moved into marketing to basically help Amazing. with like storytelling and social media and stuff. So now I have a, I have a new role. It is hard. I mean, balancing, but I think it is, it's the era of the side hustle and everyone wants to be doing a million things, especially like my age. And just, I think it's, I think that's valued and that's exciting. Yeah, I totally agree. I think now more than ever, there's even being a creator, you have multiple hustles. I mean, for instance, you launched a collaboration with the Celeb Love Loungewear Lulu Simon Studio. Um, again, that's like a, a totally new project for you. So tell us a little bit about that and some of the other unique deals that you're you're looking at and are excited about. Definitely. Launching merch is just a crazy phenomenon. It's crazy to think that people love someone so much that they want their name on clothing and laptop stickers and things that they utilize on a day-to-day -day basis. So being able to build and launch and really design and create this merch uh, collab was exciting. And we got, we had like a very quick turnaround. I wanted it live before Christmas of last year and they got it live. And so I was very, very happy about that. But just all these new deals and everything. Now I'm looking at doing you know, ads like TV commercials and doing kind of the advising and the consulting. And there's so much that comes from this. I'm like trying to build out my LinkedIn platform and connecting with businesses on social media strategies and things like that. So there's just so many things that I want to do and that you can do when you have this platform and this following that I'm just like, I'm still learning every day. I'm trying to write a book. I mean, I'm just, there's so much that comes with it. I think this is all hinting towards maybe I can't keep my full-time job for as long as I would like to, but I think it's, you know, it's exciting that all these opportunities are coming up. So taking a quick break to talk about our sponsor for this episode, Newly. Summer has finally arrived and along with the sunshine and warm weather comes a whole slew of events that are stacking up on my calendar. I've been saying yes to everything from wedding invites, date nights with my husband, wine tastings, work conferences, concerts, and more. And I have so much to look forward to over the next few months, but I want to make sure when it comes to getting ready for it all that I have my outfits mapped out. And that's why I am definitely saying one more yes to my monthly clothing subscription with Newly. So what is Newly, you ask? Newly is a subscription-based clothing rental service that costs just 80 bucks per month. Included in the subscription is your choice of any six styles each month and access to thousands of styles from more than 300 brands. 
With fast, free shipping and easy returns with professional cleaning included, Newly is the absolute best choice for clothing rentals. And if you're not loving the rental thing and want to buy your piece, they give you the option to buy the styles you love at a discounted price, sometimes like 70% off. Think a $200 sundress for just 60 bucks. I mean, how could you pass that up? And additionally, Newly just released their new capsule of summer styles. Within the summer wardrobe, they have everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season. Stock up on new dresses for every summer event without breaking your bank and say yes to all summer fads because guess what? You'll be on to your next wardrobe before these go out of style anyway. So then when you're done, you just let Newly take care of the rest. There are two major reasons I prefer Newly over other rental services and those come down to cost and sustainability. The money you save when you go to Newly is incredible because you get to wear way more, sometimes thousands of dollars worth of clothing and spend way less. So you can curb that must buy something new feeling and keep more money in your bank account. And when it comes to sustainability, Newly lets you love fashion in a way that is kinder to the planet. Orders are shipped in recycled and reused totes with no plastic packaging. The clothes are also clean using energy and water efficient methods and repaired and upcycled rather than just thrown away. The best part of all of this, Work Party listeners are going to get $10 off their first month of Newly when they sign up with the code PARTY10. Newly is already a great value, as I said, at $88 a month. With this package, you'll receive any six styles you want, but right now you will also get 10 bucks off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code PARTY10. Just go to newly.com, N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code PARTY10 to sign up and get $10 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code PARTY10. Newly subscription clothing rentals. Change your clothes. Hi, everyone. I'm Summer McKean, a content creator and best sister of the year. Hi, I'm her sister, Bree. I'm actually a 10-time winner of that award. Together, we're the hosts of the podcast, Wavy. Okay. Every Wednesday, we bring you into the fun, exciting, hopefully helpful, and mostly chaotic world of our sisterly chats about everything and anything. From living in a world of comparisons to boy drama to the life changes that feel really overwhelming, we got your back. So please support the show with a like and follow to keep up with all of our latest sister shenanigans. Get Get wavy on Wednesdays. We'll We'll see you soon. soon. So speaking of that, you know, what is your day to day? Like you clearly, as you mentioned, are working 13 hour days. You have a lot going on. What are your sort of tips for productivity? And do you have like a daily structure? Are you a list maker? Like what are sort of your hacks for getting it all done? I'm a list maker. I'm not a list completer, but I think the whole point of a list is just to make it just the creation, just get yourself in check and figure out what you have to do. I'm really working through right now, time blocking. So like hour on my full-time job, hour of filming, hour for this podcast. How do I really use like the 12 hours in the day and even time blocking for personal things and social things? Like I I literally block, and this is so embarrassing to admit, I block 30 minutes to respond to texts. Like I have 73 texts right now that I'm going to take time after this podcast to respond to because I'm so go, go, go. And people don't understand. Like, I'm, of course I'm on my phone posting stories and ads and stuff, but like I just responded to a text and thoughtfully sitting down somehow takes my ADHD brain like so long to, to process and do, but I have to like figure out how to find those windows. I actually do have ADHD, by the way, I want to preface that I'm not, that, that, that is something that I have. So that's even harder with the, with the time management, but really just figuring out ways and, and blocking in, I think now more than ever, those times for you know, going on a walk and clearing my head because I've had like total mental breakdowns where I, I'm going too hard and too fast. And I, I just break. Cause I can't say no to, I don't say no to anything. And I, 
I'm completely go, go, go. And it really is, it's scary to get to those really low dark points of like, why do I feel this way? Because it's completely self-induced. I'm saying yes Mm. to the brand deals. I'm saying yes to my boss. I'm saying yes to, you know, going out with my friends in the weekend that I'm then hung over for and can't be, you know, work on a Sunday. So it's just, it's a lot of things, but blocking that, that personal time is important. Yeah, God, it's so true. I feel like that's such a relatable statement. And I feel like it's interesting because I do think TikTok created a lot of celebrities overnight. And recently I've been seeing a lot more, I don't know if you follow Elise Myers on the platform, but she posted something recently where she was like, I'm kind of like, this is so much, you know, to take on. And like, it's, you know, I'm a person at the end of the day. And like, I think back to my life, you know, like whatever, a year ago, and it's just crazy. So it is a lot coming at you um, at once. And obviously you have a full-time job and you're navigating this new world. Um, So can you share some tips on one, how to build a career as an influencer? Like if someone today was like, I want to be a TikTok person, like how, what, what advice would you give them? And then further to that, you know, you know, you mentioned earlier the $500 twisted tea, which is hilarious, but how did you start to know like what to charge and how to build a rate sheet and negotiate deals? Kind of how I started was just, I wanted to make videos that were funny and I wanted to even for my friends and family. I think if you start out by saying, I want to be an influencer, it's like, what are you influencing? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? Like you have to start out with, I want to make content that excites me and that I I want to do. And I want to try new things. And maybe it's even just doing trends on TikTok. Like I want to be confident and comfortable in myself enough to post videos. Like that's a big hurdle for people to start with. So really just starting by making content for yourself, because I think there's a survey done where a bunch of people like wanted, said they wanted to be an influencer when they grow up, like current college students. And it's like, okay, well, what does that mean? You know, why are, why should people watch you? So, so know that and just, and, and have the kind of confidence to just post things. Cause I always say like more is more and people are so in their head about, I, I need the perfect bikini photo or the perfect video. And it's like TikTok, especially imperfection is, is virality. You can post a completely poor quality, like filmed on a Motorola razor and it could somehow go viral if it's filming something cool. So that's just what I would say of, you know, be, be confident enough to make those posts. And then I think when you start growing and when you start building this following, understanding what your core values are as a person of, am I comfortable with anyone in my family and my life seeing this? I think brands, especially if you want to monetize and make it a truly like influencing account, there's a lot of brands that will turn you away if you are, you know, making fun of people or swearing or doing something deemed like inappropriate by guidelines of FTC or whatever. So it's just, you know, there are things that you have to consider when you're making content of like, okay, what brands would want to represent me? Would I want to represent me? Would I want my mom to see this? Whatever. So looking at that in terms of value set. And then when you start getting these deals, you know, I think, I think there's a lot of people that get taken advantage of because you're so excited that, you know, a twisted tea would reach out to you and give you free twisted tea. You, you're like, should I just do a video for free? I mentioned that earlier, like, absolutely not. And it's a total learning game of how much can I charge? I think there's there's companies trying to standardize the process of like, you have this many followers and you get this much engagement. So this is your rate. I completely disagree. I think if you're telling a story, if you're unique, if you're in a niche that not a lot of others are, it's, you have so much power to be able to say like, I don't just do trends on TikTok. I speak, I do skits. I organically write my stuff. I'm targeting corporate millennials. So I'm able to, they have buying power. Like who is this audience? And build what I call, you know, you said rate sheet, I think a media kit as well of kind of a few slides of your story, who you are, who your followers are, and why you're charging the rates you're charging. I also think just fake it till you make it. I say this all the time when I give, you know, talks to corporations or anyone, I say, 
pretending you know, everyone's like, oh yeah, totally. Oh, your rate's 30,000. Great. Awesome. Like no one, if you just pretend you know what you're talking about, I, I made like in my media kit, I made bundled rates. I made packages like the manager package is the lowest package. And then it goes up from there and it's, you know, TikTok, Instagram story. It's like, it just makes you seem more legit. So just kind of play the game right back at them. And you you'll be able to slowly increase your rates and see how much you can charge and really learn how, how the process front to back works. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I love it. Also some of my favorite TikToks are people who are like, just offered an influencer 60 grand for one post and they turned it down. Like, what yeah, am I doing? Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so I think that's great advice. Absolutely. And I love the idea of bundling packages together. That's, that's genius. So obviously you've had this wild ride. What have been some of your favorite moments of the journey thus far? My favorite weekend, which was just kind of a tipping point of, I got so emotional after it happened. I went, it was a Super Bowl weekend in LA and I basically was set up to go to the Super Bowl, which was amazing, two revolve parties back to back, which was Justin Bieber and Drake. And in between just like a bunch of events and fun things. It was so go, go, go. I, I did a carpet event on the Thursday night, saw Machine Gun Kelly, then there's Revolve, then there's, you know, it's just, it was the most insane weekend ever. I'm getting glammed up every everywhere I'm going, like, and I'm not from LA. So just, you know, being an outsider to it, I'm sure this is normal for, for everyone who's there. But I was just, I was so shocked and just in awe that I was included in this and seeing these legitimately I'm like did I just walk by Jason Derulo at a Drake private Drake concert like what's going on it was just so surreal and I think that weekend was a tipping point of like wow my hard work has paid off I think my friend Remy Bader posted a video of me sobbing at Justin Bieber because I was so overcome with emotion that I'm seeing my legitimate idol five feet away from me singing some of my favorite songs it was just like this is this, I made it like I could, I could be done tomorrow. I'd be so happy, you know? So that weekend was big for me oh and just God. everything along the way. Yeah. Meeting these I awesome brands, agencies, everything. I mean, I'm just so thankful. It's really exciting. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. And that's not a normal weekend in LA. No. <laughs> um, I'm like, you is, guys do this all the time, right? <laughs> yeah. Super chill. That's incredible. Okay. Let's wrap with some sentence finishers. The three traits that got me to where I am today are drive, motivation, passion. I love it. My last Google search was Bank of America. I had to make a, <laughs> I had to make a deposit. Great. Good, good, good. We love that. Deposit those checks, girl. When I'm feeling stressed or burnt out, I go on a walk. One time, funny story on that. I, I was like crying on a walk, just like trying to collect my thoughts and not one, not two, but three fans noticed me and wanted a photo just on that walk in particular <laughs> um, at three different moments. So that was good. Yeah. I mean, I need a new, that was, a new decompressor. I know you need to do a new path for sure. And then success to me is. I, th I think I, I want to build a life for myself and not depend on anyone. I think being able to care for my future family and have a house and a roof over my head and just necessities that not everyone can say they have is what motivates me and gets me to do the next brand deal and do everything. So probably that. Oh, I love that. Yes. Independence. Um, well, <laughs> thank you so much, Natalie, for being on the podcast. Can you tell everyone where they can follow you on all the platforms? Thank you so much for having me. I am at corporate Natalie on Instagram and TikTok, corporate Natalie on LinkedIn and corp Natalie on Twitter. Love it. Awesome. Well, I am definitely following super fan over here. So thank you so much for being on the work party podcast. Thank you so much.
For more inspiring conversations like this one, follow the Work Party Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to rate and review us or show us some love on social. We love seeing you tune in every week and share your favorite episodes. We're at Work Party on Instagram and at It's a Work Party on Facebook and Twitter. I'm your host, Jacqueline Johnson, and this is Work Party. 